Hey, Cast Chasers, Christina here. We'll start the show in just a moment, but first we wanted to tell you about a new award-winning four-grain straight bourbon whiskey that's been taking the market by storm, Penelope Bourbon. Penelope's balanced yet flavorful taste profile comes from a unique blend of three bourbon mash bills. Currently available in three expressions, four grain, barrel strength, and toasted, Penelope is remarkably smooth and flavorful. So whether you're sipping neat or using it in your favorite cocktail, Penelope is perfect for you. Penelope Bourbon is available in select markets as well as online at PenelopeBourbon.com. Hello, this is Amanda Victoria, the CEO and founder of Sibony. Pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cast Chasers podcast. I have a question for you. For me? Yeah, for you to start off. Are you excited? Nice. How are you doing this close to Christmas? You stoked? Oh my gosh, you're amazing. Well, you know, yeah, I just had COVID not too long ago. Uh, Negative now for the listeners because I know it, you know, you're in your car and you're thinking, do I roll the window down? uh, I'm good. You're fine. Um, It was brutal but i'm vaccinated so it wasn't as brutal as it could have been i guess if i'm gonna get on that soapbox get your shot um and um other than that i did lose my taste and smell that happened it was katie let me tell you it's the most bizarre situation because i've heard people that lose it and you think okay what's that like it's not it's not like you can't breathe when you're not when you're congested or something. I could breathe fine, crisp. I could feel the air, and in my mouth, I could taste salt and bitter. Like I could feel it. I guess it, it, it really helped me appreciate how the mouth works. But you couldn't taste anything on the palate. Like I couldn't, you know, whatever. And then um, it came back. Yeah, it came back. I was eating a Seven Eleven taquito, so it didn't come at at the best time. But um, <laughs> or maybe that's the cure. Maybe people have been going on about this all wrong. Yeah, that is the anything at Seven Eleven will kill anything. So that's probably <laughs> it was like a jolt of. But no, I'm good now, and I'm uh, I'm happy and I'm healthy, and that's what's important. How are you? How's the baby? She's here, so she's she's you know I don't know if she has senses of taste yet. Um, I don't think she has a sense of smell, though, because if she did, she would pass out from some of the diapers she's been passing lately. Mm. Yeah, we're Mm. surviving. It's delicious. Thank you for sharing. Aaron, try and top that. Can't. I can't (laughs) top any of that. Um, I do want to I do want to chime in and just let the let the listeners know if your if your audio is a little a little more wonky than usual. uh, We're actually all calling in from different places. So uh, that's that's going to be sort of the difference you hear. We were able to carve out some time and our guest was able to carve out some time for us. And we all absolutely just had to jump on and had to uh, take advantage of this time together. I know I'm excited about this. So I have been following our guest for a while. And I first off, those that know me, I'm a huge bee fan. I mean, it's my favorite animal. I've wanted to raise bees my entire, I'm, in, I'm part of a face 
Facebook group for bees, I've literally talking to, I've spoken with my state's apiarist and I've, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like I was going to get a beehive. I was looking into different ones and things like that. So bees are my jam, probably the greatest animal on the planet. So when I saw this and we'll get into it, I was like, well, that's amazing. So, and then I, and I, I thought, okay, but is it going to taste amazing? And of course it does. Thank God. And uh, so I've really been excited to have her on and to talk about it. And I've kind of, I don't want to say, I, I feel cool because I was, I've been there since, I guess, somewhat the beginning, because I kind of watch her evolve into this and now it's everywhere and I just can't wait to get into it. It's going to be cool. Bobby, would you like to do the honors and introduce our guest then? No. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bobby. I don't need an introduction. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't need one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Amanda, hey. Hi, thank you, Bobby, so much. Um, I love that touching story about your adoration and love for the bees. Um, that's why we do it. And of course, it's um, I, that's your little known fact, right? Because you're a whiskey guy, first and foremost. Yeah. I okay. love that. Bees that's are second. I have a bee podcast. <laughs> it's, called, it's called This is the Buzz. Oh, oh I like oh, it. Oh, man. You better trademark that quick because it's that those bees. Okay. Bee things are did, hard. To did we even trade? Ah, did, did my we, last name is Bird. Dana said birds and the bees. Why? Oh, that's man. man. Scrap it. New one. That's, that's audience. Funny. The audience would be strange though. They would come on like I'm ready, <laughs> and I'd be like, so bees, and they're like, this is just about bees. <laughs> Actual bee. content. Hey, I made a company just about bees. Really, it's you a did. lot. It's a lot uh, to talk about when it comes to yeah. and the future of this planet and how bees are the very beginning of that beautiful so before we get into the amazing liquid and everything in your story this is a there's a charity piece to this right um which is another thing that specifically the cast chases we like because we're very charity focused can you talk about you know every time you purchase um this wonderful product a donation goes towards um preservation of bees is that right um can you chat a little bit about that and hype up that coolness which is yeah and and why bees yeah i like like bobby's just bobby's just weird with the bees and like i like river otters (laughs) he likes bees but yeah tell us why bees all all joking aside tell us why bees and and why it's important to you and just sort of your i guess your your mission your mission statement there yeah no very very great place to kick it off um and if you look right on the can just going back to that, it says saving honeybees one can at a time. So it is our mission statement. Um, so when we developed Sipony way back in 2019 now, we were in some weird time warp uh, at the moment. It was 2019 when Sipony came to be an idea on a couch at one point. Um, I felt it really irresponsible to create any new company, whether it was within spirits or within toothpaste um, that didn't have sustainability at the forefront of their mission in some way. Um, Just understanding the amount of waste that goes into manufacturing and the supply chain and how it really is still very much second fiddle to profits overall for any company. So from day one, we wanted to make sure that that was a very strong mission um, within the Sipony mission. And then when it came to identifying how we were going to become a sustainable company and and have these environmental ethos as our core mission. Um, I thought very quickly, what's the question that we hear or the statement we hear all the time? Save the bees, save the bees. And a lot of people can't answer how, how to save the bees. What can we be doing to save the bees? 
So Sipany then, um, collectively, me and my co-founder, we identified saving the bees as the first step to recovering the detrimental environment situation that we're in right now. That's amazing. That really is. Bees are that important. They really are. And you're using fresh ingredients. And part of that is obviously fresh honey. So can we chat about, you know, your start, what the idea itself, its inception, and then where you are today? Because like you said, 2019, you got started. I was, I feel lucky enough to have followed you since that beginning. And then I think I messaged you once. I'm like, I can't believe you've exploded. Like, cause it did, it just became this brand that I saw. I think some celebrities were had on Instagram and they were pouring your, you know, your drink. And, and then I, I heard people, you know, adjacent to me, you know, talking about it. And I thought, I know, and I follow that person. So it's, it's really grown in a short amount of time, specifically on, and especially on the back of COVID. Can you chat about that? a little bit yeah absolutely and i'm so um happy that there is a newborn present on the call today um because it really goes back to my my birth story in in some way too so having been six months pregnant at the time uh it was the most inopportune time to create a brand new alcohol and spirits company um i thought uh at that moment, I had just recently lost a big client because I was pregnant and the outward facing um, value of a pregnant woman speaking about alcohol was a little bit discouraging. So I found myself in this kind of uh, weird situation having spent, um, I've been in wine and spirits since 2005. So I've been, I've traveled the world um, with wine and spirits, spirits specifically, but it did start with wine. Um so having been in this career for quite a long time and always knew, knowing that getting pregnant would be an interesting time to be in spirits, um, six months pregnant, you're in this, this amazing phase when you're pregnant of gearing up towards your birth and the birthing process. And there's a lot of creation that goes into it all and um, inspiration. And it's it was basically my ambitions on steroids, I think of it that way. So I was super ambitious. It became not just about me and making a mark in an industry that I've been successful in, in in the past, but also about my, my daughter's future and my legacy within this industry that is so, uh, that I'm so passionate about. That was actually going to be one of my first questions. If, uh, you know, the ambition on steroids piece, if that came more from like, you know, I only have so much time to get ramped up before the baby's here, before things change materially, or if it was really, you know, like looking towards the future, like what you were saying, or a combination. Yeah, it was a legacy thing, for sure. It's, it's, um, I wanted to, a lot of the companies that I had been working for, just taking a step back, mm-hmm. I was so passionate about that. Um, I would often get the question, do you have equity in this company? And there were moniker names of me that were like, Lady Belvedere and Lady, all these different names that of, of companies that I was working on. And I was very passionate on the education piece of spirits and how they're produced and the production, um, the families, the generations. And again, that word legacy and thinking about that for myself and, and my own family was very much the passion behind risking it all and setting out um, and, and birthing at the same time as birthing a, a daughter, but also birthing this project really simultaneously. They're a month apart. Um, they're <laughs> a month apart. <laughs> yeah. 
So Katie doesn't know anything about um, being involved in anything alcohol or whiskey related uh, while being yeah. pregnant and giving birth to a child. I know. I was I was listening to you walk through that story, Amanda, and I was just like, I, I wanted to listen to it in full before chiming in because um, just in the most recent recording that we had, the three of us a couple days ago, you know, it was kind of like my welcome back episode to being able to participate in taste in tastings. And we kind of kept it as like a running joke across the course of my pregnancy. But I told Bobby and Aaron in that conversation, probably for the first time, um, just how much I appreciated that when I told them I was pregnant, you know, they didn't bat an eye at all. And I'd only been with the podcast for maybe three months at that point. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, all right, well, I, I honestly hadn't even gotten as far as thinking about the listeners at that point. I was like, what are these guys going to think just entrusting me with this responsibility, inviting me into this family. And now I'm like, you know, on a good day at 60% of participation. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. No, I know. And it's, and it's a burden that women carry in all industries and um, all different walks of life in general, but extra a little bit extra in the world of spirits, because this is our passion and, um, so much of us, so many of us are misfits that have other things that they do in their life to pay the bills. Very, very transparent as that. And we've all found each other, whether it's behind a bar or sharing a cocktail online on an app together. There's so many, so many communities come together and um, it's really important to understand that uh, we're real people and we have families and lives and that means being pregnant occasionally too. One little thing on that client that I lost when I was pregnant. Um, yeah, who are those guys? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll never tell. They know who they are. But such a shame because there were women in, involved in that. And it's so it's extra sad because of that. And then further to that, um, you're not always going to be pregnant. It's, it's just, it's a really short amount of time in the general scheme of things. It felt like forever. It always feels like forever. But even now, a couple of years past, I'm like, wow, that I'm, I'm back and I'm tenfold back. So it could have waited for me. Haida, I want to talk to you about whiskey. Please talk to me about whiskey. But not just any whiskey. I want to talk to you about single malt Welsh whiskey, mm. but not just any distillery. I'm talking about Pendaren Distillery. Oh, okay. And they don't have just any team to make their whiskey. Mm. They have an all-female distilling and blending team. I like what I'm hearing. Right? Laura, Bethan, and Ista, three women in charge of producing that whiskey. That is wholly unique within the whiskey industry, at least in the UK. That sounds pretty rad. It's pretty rad. What's even radder, if that's a word? is their whiskeys are delicious. I can make a wonderful highball for you, and you wouldn't even know there's whiskey in there. You'd just say, oh, this is bright and fruity and berry-like. Really? Really, really. Okay. You want to do it now? Sure. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Do you want to say something about the Cask Chasers podcast? You're a proud sponsor of the Cask Chasers podcast? Yes. Yeah. We did a women in whiskey episode, and a lot of people do during, you know, it's, we wanted to do it and not make it shtick. And Katie really was a powerhouse helping us through that because, you know, we wanted to 
pedestal. We wanted to, you know, our wives are part of cast chasers and, you know, we see how hard they work and in their jobs outside of this and Katie and how hard she worked and while she was pregnant, how hard she worked. And, you know, even after the fact, literally holding a baby during a recording, I mean, she's so invested in you, our family, Katie, by the way, stories like yours, stories like yours are amazing because it, it, I, we, we hope it's, especially in this industry because this is a cutthroat and i mean it is the the whiskey industry the the spirits industry is in my opinion both full of amazing human beings but it's also very competitive and very cutthroat and very push people out of the way unfortunately and in a lot of industries i guess so to see you unfortunately go through what you went through and then to create a brand and then to create a brand in new york city and then to create a brand that's kicking ass and and growing in a market that's you know not easy to grow in that's amazing so i mean kudos to you and i hope whoever those people are see that and go well we missed out on that one and um i'm glad they did yeah i would be i wouldn't be um about to move on to my second can if they didn't so (laughs) so i'm really happy i want to talk about that really quick um about so um Bobby had had um, a four pack of of the the Sipany Royale, I guess, is your your main yes. um, your main one. So Bobby had had a four pack of Sipany Royale a while back, and I was like, and I had started following uh, Sipany as well at that point, and obviously you, Amanda, and I was like, okay, let me go get some, and I went and got some. Actually, I I. I grabbed a, uh, it, on your, on your, on Sipany's website, I got, there was like a 50% off deal or something for a couple of days. And I was like, holy crap. So I ordered some and had it shipped to my house. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we, we are a whiskey podcast and I hadn't tried it yet. And I'm like, we're t- I love this story. I love all of this, but like, what if it's crap, you know? And so like there, there's a, a lot of cans are out there. Um, cans, the RTD space and the hard seltzer space is, not doing Sipany any service at this time. Well, and that and that was exactly it. I mean, there yeah. it's there, there's a huge market for these things, but like right. as far as like your serious whiskey drinker or your serious whatever, like it's just kind of like oh okay. Like I, I had always liked the idea of a canned cocktail or a pre-made cocktail or something like that, but they all just sort of missed the mark for me. So I got I got this four pack in the mail, and I was like, okay, I'm excited and terrified to try this. Let's put it in the fridge. Let's let's think about our lives for a couple days and then I'll try it. And I finally cracked one open and I cracked one open and I put it in a glass because that's how I try new stuff, right? So I cracked one open, I put it in the glass and I did what I do with like a whiskey. And probably a lot of our, a lot of our listeners are like, okay, why are they doing this brand? It's a whiskey podcast, blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you, I started nosing it the way I would nose a whiskey and I was like, Oh my God, I can, I can actually smell things. I can smell different notes. And then I took a sip and I was like, Holy crap. I can taste the rye canned spirits where you can taste the base cocktail are few and far between. In fact, I would say this is the very first one where I could do that. So I could taste the rye. I could taste the honey. Um, and you know, the lemon just sort of like just sings sort of throughout the whole thing. And I, I was, I was no joking blown away and you she sent me a um a um free um sample pack and it didn't make it to the rest of the team none of them had any of it it was uh, like i think i got it on a thursday and we were recording that sunday and by that i like had one and then my wife had one 
And then I was like Friday or rolled around or whatever Saturday. And I was like, okay, all I got to do is save like two for them. And then it became, I'll save one. They'll split the can. And then I was like, well, I'm not just going to show up with one can. (laughs) Can I just say, so kind of to what Aaron was saying about like skepticism about canned cocktails, I'm reading the messages back and forth between Bobby and Aaron and me on this, on this cocktail. Right. And I'm like double checking myself because I was very surprised that they would be so strongly impressed by a canned cocktail. So I'm like, okay, well, this must be some good stuff. I can't wait to taste it. And then what Bobby said happened, happened. And I was like, all right, well, that was nice. (laughs) I'll bring you, we have a, we have an event on Sunday and I'll bring you, uh, I'll bring you a, Zero, zero chance that's happening. It's going to be going zero chance. I'm so, saying yes because well, now I need to that makes me so happy. Katie, make, Katie makes a great point. We we try on this show to be being a global podcast. You have to. You have a lot of different listeners. You have a, do- a lot of different kind. You know, we're not a bourbon podcast, so we don't just have a very narrow bourbon window. We have a window of all kinds of drinkers, and they're picky and they're very loud. They'll voice. You listeners, you know, you know who you are. They'll voice their opinion and they call us out when we and if we aren't true to ourselves. And I think one thing I like about our show is we really are true to what we taste and we get a lot of stuff sent to us and not all of it makes it onto the show because we don't believe in it. Canned cocktails are one of those things where not opposed to them. I just had it's been so long since I've had any. I can't think of any on the top of the head off the top of my head that respected the ingredient. This truly does. And it's not, you know, you're not a sponsor. We don't have to say these things. You can taste the rye. The rye makes sense. You know, you, you didn't just put any spirit in there. The rye and the rye makes sense. You can taste it. It's clean. It's fresh. It tastes like some something somebody would make at a bar or something. Like if I ordered this drink, to, you know to, what I mean? To chime in on that, you can't make it yourself because we were, just, we were just talking about this at the beginning. I, I, because I don't have any right now, because every time I get it, I freaking drink it. I was like, uh, let I me, let me, you. I, I, you're, you make me angry. Um, because I don't have any with me right now, I tried to make a facsimile of it. I even used the New York rye to make oh, it. Ooh, and uh, yeah, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna get this as close as I can. So I used the New yeah. York rye and a little bit of honey and a little bit of lemon. And I was like, okay, club soda. And I, I love a highball. Like people get tired of me talking about highballs because You're of how best. much it. That's the best cocktail. Exactly, that exactly. Is so much of the inspiration. Thank you. Behind. Thank you. Coming yeah. from Amanda Victoria of Sip Any Drinks. The nuances for- in the way that the, the whiskey is agitated by carbonation through a highball cocktail is there's no place for a bad spirit to hide in a highball. Absolutely. Cocktail. And I and I, I was very skeptical of highballs initially. Mm-hmm. And then I know, right? I was very skeptical of highballs. And then <laughs> I, and then uh, some who was uh, I uh, uh, Beth Burrows from Beam Suntory um, was ta- was talking to us, and she and she was talking about her trip to uh, one of her trips to Japan, and how you know there's a whole highball culture out there. And I was like, okay, I'll try a freaking highball. It sounds stupid. Just sounds like watered down whiskey, but whatever. And then I tried yeah. one, and it's like if if you if you look at Cast Chasers Instagram, anytime you see a picture of a highball, which during the summertime there's a lot of them, it's me. <laughs> I'm just posting highball pictures. I'm like, I'm having this with this uh with this whiskey now your, your mind around the highball being almost like a deconstructed beer yeah exactly exactly <sighs> and that's what i did like if i'm cooking out i'm grilling it's a highball for me now it's not a beer anymore so yeah yeah dana, no, said, dana just said it reminded her of a hot toddy but, but cold 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 cold, yeah. cold fizzy cold. toddy 
Yeah, fizzy ah. toddy. Fizzy toddy. Anyway, <laughs> write that down. No, it's great. And, you, and Aaron, you hit the nail on the head. It's four four ingredients, right? Rye, yeah. honey, lemon juice, and you can't re- and you can't replicate, which I love because I tried. Right. That's good for you. Milligrams went into it. So a lot of iterations went into the recipe of Stephanie tons. And for sure, I did spend many years making this cocktail behind the bar in different ways, different formats. It's definitely inspired by a gold rush, a traditional gold rush. But a gold rush, as you know, is made with bourbon and the specs are completely flopped. It's much more um, no offense to the gold rush lovers. Cause I am one of them, but it's a more cloying palate uh, on the palate um, taste because the bourbon and the honey together become a little bit too sweet sometimes in my opinion. So the rye that we used was very specific. It took a year to find the perfect whiskey. It will always take a long time to find the perfect whiskey for this cocktail and for any cocktails I'm a part of. But and you yeah. talk about which rye or is that a secret? Yeah, I can talk about which rye. So it's a, it's a rye distilled in upstate New York by uh, Black Dirt Distillery. And they do partner with uh, Ragtime Rye as well. So Ragtime Rye is a the closest you'll find to the rye that we use on the market today. Um, and our rye is specifically four to seven year old um, aged rye. And I like to say it's made in a more meticulous manner than if it were biodynamic, but it's not because of red tape and all that. Um, there's so many spicy components in there. There's a secret tasting note in Sipony that that I knew this is how we had struck the, the right proportion that came out at this proportion only. And it's almost like a cotton candy tasting note, but it's not artificial at all. It's not like a muddled Skittle, but as a, so many of these canned cocktails taste like muddled Skittles is always what I say. Um, and they have that weird aftertaste and it's a lot of synthetic chemical ingredients, unfortunately. Um, yeah, but that, that rye, uh, when you agitate it just the right way, you get all this spiciness and that secret cotton candy tasting note that is as natural as can be for what a cotton candy tasting note can be. But um, yeah, there's no place for the spirit to hide in Stephanie, just like I said about the highballs. And that's why I love highball cocktails too. And I feel like you can really get to know a whiskey through a highball in a different way. Um, even in a different way than just adding just still water because the bubbles really do, you know, agitate in a, a special way. Um, so a lot of appreciation for the carbonation element too in Sipony and, and we measured our bubbles to the perfect size as well. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I love that. I would also just say too, cause, so we have we we do have a lot of listeners, and we have a Facebook group, and we all have all this stuff. And people will reach out to us, and they'll be like, "My loved one, my spouse, my whatever, just doesn't get my obsession for whiskey, my obsession for this." And we're obviously a whiskey podcast. And I would say, for your spouse or your loved one, that is you know, doesn't really get the whole whiskey thing. Have them try a Sipany, man. Because oh, yeah. like, Oh yeah. It's, it's a whiskey gateway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, store. We've met a lot and we do a lot of in-store tastings and samplings and I'm on the front lines tasting people for the first time often because I take a lot of pleasure in the action of, of seeing how it is enjoyed. And if I should have tweaked it a little bit more or something, cause it's never done, but um, yeah, uh, pe- introducing someone to Sipony for the first time is a great place to start with whiskey. Just calling it a spritz in a can or it's a whiskey spritz in a can, but there's 
beautiful real lemon juice that is also meticulously sourced and honey and even our water supply is meticulously sourced. Yeah. And then the, the whiskey part for someone new to whiskey is just about those beautiful flavor backbone of the cocktail, so to speak. So you're getting this spiciness. It's almost the difference between a piece of white toast um, and rye toast really is that. So if you like something a little bit more pungent occasionally and you like flavor and maybe the diversity of bread flavors, you can make an association to whiskey that way. Obviously, vodka is the white bread of the... the Why are we even bringing it up? Obviously, yeah. (laughs) Obviously. But then we have uh, this opportunity with rye and, and how pungent and spicy and delicious it can be with like a smear of blue cheese and a drizzle of honey and now you have all these flavors and you're trying something new and and same same with sipping all right chasers that'll do it for now if this was your first time tuning in what took you so long all jokes aside we're so happy to welcome you to the cast chasers family and we definitely hope you'll come back for more next week if you like what you heard make sure to subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, stitcher in short wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a follow on facebook instagram and twitter at cast chasers you can even join our facebook group for bonus points and if you want even more cast chasers check out our website cast castchasers.org for show notes, cast chaser swag, and more. Until next time you join us, remember, it's not about finding the perfect dram. It's all in the chase. <laughs>